Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast where we recommend and review podcasts for your listening pleasure. I am one of your castologists, Saints Hugh Weber. Here with me at the table is none other than Elizabeth Best. Here with Nick Bleeker. How are we? How is everyone? Yeah, look, I feel like that's a loaded question considering we've just been talking about how fucked American politics yeah. is. So we are we are we are recording this. The beginning of October. It will. This will go out uh, uh, in the middle of October. So, our thoughts are with everyone who is kind of uh, on the on the lead up to November. Look, um, it's going to be a very stressful time for all you guys in the mm. states. So, I think that you really got to look after your self care. Like honestly, in the lead up, I, and normally I'd be like election. Who cares? But this is a really important one. We're going through a global pandemic. There's a lot of really fucked up stuff happening. Like, please take care of yourselves and and make sure that you do little things that that are good self-care not destructive self-care <laughs> mm. I, I don't want to i don't want to spoil anything for anyone but for the next maybe i think it's six or seven episodes has anyone picked a uh no. a political podcast well, well yes but it's not like it's not like trump political like it's okay. different kind of politics i'm pretty sure i haven't i'm pretty sure i I like I've been steering away from politics full mm. stop because my mind is only happy when I'm not <laughs> thinking about it. Um, what do you got coming up, Zane? Holy crap! Look, mm. no, look, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, the in the last recording session because we record a few at a time, mm-hmm. you were in a particularly dark space, mm. and I'd given you three particularly not great. Yeah, uh, look, and look, to it's, to. look. I mean, I live in the dark place. That's just <laughs> where we're at at the moment, mm. in the middle of a global pandemic with really incompetent governments in charge everywhere. Um, but yes, I am. I am grateful that uh, mostly that disappeared from this next lot of <laughs> recommendations. Um, so coming up, I do have one that could be potentially angry making depending on what you listen to or could be look if i'm in a place where i'm ready to be angry and take that mm. rage into action then that shit's good for me all right well it is, it is kind of an activist podcast good so good yeah well let's um, get on to today's episode that's rather not, than that's the future not now. yes so this week we don't have a theme nope. we're just recommending regular old podcasts <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the podcast that I'm about to recommend this week. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. you, you are. Well, let's go straight. Let's go. Let's start with you, Liz. Guys, I'm recommending a podcast this week called 10 Things That Scare Me. Um, it's literally a podcast where people get on and say 10 things that they're really afraid about right now. Um, so they, they bill it as a, a tiny podcast about big fears from WMYC Studios. Um, so in each person, it's in each episode, it's one person talking, listing ten things they're afraid of. Now, before 
before, like right back at the start, it was quite varied. Um, it did get quite coronavirus lockdown heavy with a lot of different people because that kind of pandemic really forces you to confront a lot of things that um, probably are terrifying on a, on a mortality and, and mm. you know, relationships level. Well, even just being by yourself or with a few select people that yeah. really throws things into stark it does. relief. It messes people up. So kind of towards the April, May, June episodes, there are a few that, that talk about their deep-seated um, pandemic slash lockdown slash mm-hmm. shelter-in-place mm-hmm. fears. Um, but one of the episodes that I particularly recommended, and I look, I just like it because it's nice to kind of... I, I can't tell you why it's nice to hear about other people's fears, but it normalizes mine. Mm. I feel. Yeah. Um, so there's one particular episode that I recommended you guys listen to. Uh, it's I haven't got it written here, but it's Ida and Noah. Ida and Noah. That's right. So they're two little kids <gasps> talking about <gasps> their fears. A ten-year-old and a six-year-old. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So they they have like a list of things that they're afraid of, and it's very cute. And like sometimes <laughs> they're quite funny and irrational things that people are afraid of, and you have a bit of a laugh with them but yeah it's each episode literally just a list of 10 things so it's probably only five to ten minutes did did this prompt you to write your own list i have written i yeah i Mm. did sit down and i go what am i 10 i got to eight before i got really upset (laughs) that's pretty good though like that's pretty good Um, spiders are on there like okay and i've also got trypophobia so i don't like clusters of holes (laughs) that sounds really bad but you know what i mean like honeycomb and no cheese is fine but like like grouped together so like honeycomb or like banksias banksias the lotus flowers pine cones are okay Mm. the lotus pods i can't deal with um like animals that have eyes clustered together. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, like, sure, sure. I'm not about it. I'll show you some pictures. It's not good. Yeah. Um, but I'm less <laughs> afraid of being alone than I used to be. I'm actually really in my comfy place being mm. alone now. And so that's interesting that in the last five years that's dropped off my list. Um, but, yeah, mortality and um, I was very afraid at that time that coronavirus was going to kill one of my family members because we good. all got comorbidities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'd be interested to hear if, if it prompted you guys to do that after you have a bit of a listen. But, yeah, they're not all depressing. It sounds really depressing. I mean, the kids' one sounds pretty cute. The kids' one is adorable. And even some of the adult ones, the funny fears are, like, the irrational yeah. funny mm. fears. Like, whenever you talk about fears with someone, it's it's very rarely that you stay in, like, a sad, angry, afraid place. It's usually you make fun of the fears. Yeah, to yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, so, yeah, so... Hopefully that's. I, I think I would struggle to listen to a podcast that was kind of like dark and dreary yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. talking about yeah, their worst. Yeah, God no. And it's like making fun of other people. You got to make fun of your own fears to kind of make light of them and make them a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm terrified of like hoarders' houses. Like that. It, I yeah. Because spiders might be there. So okay. that's like oh, okay, two fair. fears. We live next door to a hoarder in Sydney, and there were so many huntsmen's because Oof. he just had gardens full of pots piled upon pots piled upon pots. So just. My grandfather used to. Uh, um, I don't know how to put this nicely for you. Uh, you used to farm spiders? No, why? In his house. <laughs> because, because he lived uh, near the water and so there were lots of sandflies and mosquitoes. Oh, you're right. And so, yeah, there would be spiders in literally every corner of every room. Um, he got along very well with them and, yeah, that, that was just... That is... Like Daddy Longlegs? Or... Daddy Longlegs yeah, are yeah, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Huntsman scare me Golden because orbs. anything yeah. with hairy legs... <laughs> 
or needle legs. You know the little yeah. needle leg yeah. spiders? Yeah. I don't deal. And then someone posted the other day, it was like a tarantula doing that shivery dance yeah. where it like Malts. sheds. Yeah. And it was just the most terrifying thing. And it all just thing. emerges, a spider emerges. I literally started mm. tearing up. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm yeah, so I, I don't have a problem with spiders. Yeah. But, uh, I'm fine with no, snakes. Spiders are chill. Give me, give me all the snakes, yeah. like, but spiders, no, no. Okay. I also did used to be afraid of dying alone to the point where I told my de- my work my workmates that if I ever didn't come into the office by 10.30 that I'm probably I'm dead. dead and come <laughs> check on me. <laughs> so every time I was running late, I'm like, I'm not dead. <laughs> okay, all right. All well, right, let's we'll, move on. We'll probably talk about some things. 10 things that scare me. Next week. Yes. Uh, well, let's, let's go on with uh, with Nick. What did you ring this week? Uh, mine's a bit more lighthearted than 10 things that scare me. Um, it's called Max and Ivan Fugitives. Now, it's a small limited series um, a comedy thriller now yeah. I don't think I've actually recommended a sort of comedy thriller before um, but basically it just follows two tech developers who come across um, this Russian data and they basically go on the run they witness like someone getting assassinated nerds forced to be action heroes yes. I love it <laughs> um, Wait, it, ha- have you even recommended an audio drama before I feel like I have in the past I feel like he must have check the list while oh, we're no, talking oh no directive I did directive that was oh, another, oh, yes. Yes. Yep. directive yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, and there's absolutely. probably one or two others um, but yeah this one is uh, obviously super well produced um, it's very bumbling which is why I really like really <laughs> yeah. really enjoyed it it yeah. doesn't take itself too seriously it very much is of what you would expect on like the BBC 4 where there's like that sort of 30-minute show, quick, knows exactly what it is. Your heroes are f- very stupid uh, and there's only shit like, happens around them. Is it like if the people from the IT crowd yes. got caught in some kind yeah, of legit, data legit, hack and yeah, had to yeah, flee? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's little barbs and stuff to like the big tech companies like Amazon and, and Microsoft and all that sort of stuff. So um, as far as I'm aware, Max and Ivan are actually, they're real people who like perform under the guise of Max and Ivan. So they've done previous stuff, but I don't know if it's in podcast form, but mm. they're really, really strong leads and they play off each other so well. So I'm really excited to see what you think. There's only eight episodes and they're all about 30 minutes each. Is it complete or yes. is it? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, mm. Also, I forgot to say about 10 Things That Scare Me. They have new episodes every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, it's wrapped. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess it'd be pretty easy to record that. Like You just record yeah. someone saying 10 things into a microphone yeah, or into yeah. their phone in the pandemic. Like, mm. record yourself on Zoom. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, you Zoom. Don't do it. We don't want more podcasts. <laughs> Too many. Enough. More podcasts. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, okay, so I'm recommending uh, one that's been on my list for a while but kind of keeps bumping down because it's not like a... It's not a not to- it's not topical. It's not uh, it's a theme podcast. Is we don't deserve dogs. Oh, and it's we just really about dogs. don't. Um, so the premise of the podcast is just a comedian and uh, comedian Richie Redding um, and celebrity veterinarian Dr. Lisa Lippman, um, who are together in real life, are uh, talking Dude. with other comedians or other vets about their dogs and their dog stories, and it's really heartwarming. I love dogs so much. <laughs> yeah, I love dogs. I'm about to go and house sit for my brother, and he's got a French Mastiff <gasps> that's still a puppy, but is the size of a fucking yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to getting all her slobber everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then that's that's 
pretty much it. Like you, lots of dog advice, dog stories, how to like how to in emergencies, where to go and what to do. Like they say, you'll learn a ton about sex and poop. Oh um, yeah, of course, because that's what dogs like to do. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, and I really do in like because it is an interview kind of podcast, but and they do interview like famous people, but they're not talking about like what they're doing and what the career mm. is. They're just talking about dogs. their best friends, the the little doggy friends. God, I want to buy a dog. I really you do. Should. I can't afford oh. one. Oh. And also landlord, no mm. pets, blah, blah, Fair. blah. So I just Fair. go and take other people's dogs by house sitting. Classic Honestly, works. millennial problem. Yeah. No one can afford I can't afford a pet, guys. <laughs> Pets <laughs> are self care and I can't afford no, one. Landlords won't ha- let you. Landlords, yeah. it's so the you, landlords. So you get plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I kill them. <laughs> it's a terrible cycle. I even buy plants that thrive on neglect and I still manage to kill them. <laughs> the only thing I've been able to keep alive is my devil's ivy, and I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> What's devil's ivy? Uh, it's like a porthos. It's like that that um, two toned leaves that just kind of grow and oh, just keep okay. yeah, growing yeah. and growing and growing. Yeah. yeah, I even kill succulents. I don't know how it happens. So yeah, I don't <laughs> dogs. Have, I don't have a particular episode for you to pick up on. Um, almost all of them that uh, are like I've listened to have been heartwarming and full of joy because everyone loves to talk about the silly things that their dogs do um, even when they're complaining about how much their dogs cost or oh, yeah. how much of a mess they make oh my god or how hard they are to train yeah. honestly I've got friends who could have had a house deposit if not for their pets <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, so yeah that that's uh, we don't deserve dogs we really don't guys yeah. no <laughs> okay well those are our recommendations let's go on to our reviews so what did we review last did we week wanna, did we want to take a break first mm. do we want to back announce at least well okay let's back announce so okay. i did we don't deserve dogs and i did 10 things that scare me and i did max and Ivan fugitives i only said that because someone wrote in and was like please back announce i love hearing about it and then i forgot the name of what you said so just write it down okay <laughs> guys <laughs> next time you're listening even if you're in your car <laughs> grab a pen out yep Write it down. Watch, watch what I'm about to do. Hey, Siri, take a note. Oh, please don't. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> we all just took our phones off the table. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to everyone listening. But let's go back. So last week we had a theme. Our we theme did. was food. Um, and, yeah, so I, I, this was something that we had to all kind of leave mm. our comfort zones. We did. Yeah, it was tough. We actually had to yeah. search. Yeah. It wasn't just naturally there. Yeah, so let's start with Nick. What did you What did you recommend last week? Uh, my recommendation is the Dave Chang Show. Um, Dave Chang is a chef who runs um, the Momofuku restaurants in the US. He also created a Netflix show, Ugly Delicious. If you watch it, it's very good. Um, and this show essentially talks to people and celebrities in the industry and around the industry, and it is a very industry-focused podcast about food. What did you guys think? So I quite liked the episodes that I listened to. I mm. listened to two and a half, I think, and then I ran out of time. Um, but the episode that I listened to um, was his 33 Rules for Being a Chef yep. book, and he was yep. talking about that with someone else. But they ended up having a really great conversation about um, the effect of the pandemic on restaurants mm. and how um, the flow-on effect of the government being slow, like slow to give out information yep. has actually really been the thing that stuffed them because if they were told... 
that they were not going to be open by September or August, then they would have just planned to do takeaway for the whole time. Yeah, so they yeah. had all these half-assed plans that have really put them in a bit of a money pit. And the I, lack of a plan and the lack of transparency. Yeah, yeah. How because plans are made. Yeah. exactly. Because if they, I mean, and it makes sense if there was more transparency that we would be locked down for a little while, then they could have completely pivoted rather than pivoting a tiny little part yeah. and then realizing what they've done is not going to be as sustainable as they wanted it mm. to be. Um, yeah, I found it really interesting. And it's very clear that he is a, is a very confident host. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of knows how to drive talk and an episode and, and be engaging. Super charismatic guy. Yeah. Um, I also listened to, to, the, to the 33 Rules for Becoming a Chef. I listened to uh, Good Tortillas and California Politics. And that's kind of my comment on this uh, food and... Um, restaurant podcast is there was a lot of politics oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave yeah, tends when, to fall into but that but when hate. a government shuts down your yeah, sense absolutely. of living your yeah. way of your way and of I think, can't word I yes. think that is tied into the fact that it is such an industry podcast yes that and industries are suffering at the yeah. moment and look let me be yeah. clear I, I align with the lockdowns and I believe that they are necessary but I don't believe that the government should give you fuck all information on why and when that's gonna happen yeah. and all that sort yeah. of stuff yeah. um, so so yeah, I, this is a fun podcast. It was entertaining. I don't have a lot of buy-in when when it comes to the subject matter. Um, they were talking about a lot of things that I was like, yeah, this makes sense. And then they kind of went on like for another two beats about the same things mm. again. I'm like, if you if you are buying into this, this would be good. It kind of just went on a little bit too long for my taste not being having any any stakes in this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, really well produced podcast, really, really charismatic host. And yeah, well spoken, well spoken guest. So this I do really like it when they actually talk about food, food yes. though, because yeah. I love food. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially especially in 33 Rules, they, they spoke about like how he can't stop inventing new foods to try when they reopen. Yes. Yeah. Like though. this is a table service concept, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, well, it's art. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's their craft, it's their art. It's not just food eating for function it's it's beauty and it's you know art on a plate and then yeah. we eat it and crap it out <laughs> <laughs> okay well we didn't need to go to the Food toilet for function. There, but, uh, <laughs> but now now we have that's so that's where we're at guys. so yeah like I, I don't i'm not going to subscribe to it but i definitely recommend it to people mm. who anyone are in food in, service yeah even anyone well. who's in who likes celebrity chefs yeah i think he, dave chang's a really great example of like a charismatic person who is interested in in chefing? Yes. Yeah. Is that Chefery? Chefery? Chefery. <laughs> Chefferation? Um, he's yeah. a chefist. No, wait. <laughs> he's been on he was he's been on a bit Chefology? of a Chefology? Oh, that actually could be a good the study podcast of chefs. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Chefology. Look, I've already got castology and shuffology on the oh, yeah, network. Right, yeah. like, no more ologies. No more ologies. <laughs> Enough. Except maybe ologies. If ologies wants to join the Allie? network. Allie, are you listening? Allie can come. <laughs> come on. All right. So anything else to say about Dave Chang show before we move on? No. No. All right. Well, let's go to Liz's. What did you recommend last week? I recommended a podcast called Food Psych, which deals more about people's relationship to food um, and diet culture and everything like that. It's kind of like a break free from diet culture podcast. And uh, Chrissy Har- Christy Harrison is the host. What do we think? I enjoyed it. It's, again, I think I'm sort of in the same vein as Zane. Probably isn't my thing, but I think there's a lot of Zane really... hasn't said it isn't his thing. No, yet. But, he said no, sorry, that about your but podcast. Dave Chang, as a Dave Chang. <laughs> but the I, like, I think um, 
uh, Christy is a, an amazing host. I really love listening to her. Mm. Um, I think the the big thing that I took out of it is that I kind of dived a little bit into like the community aspect of the podcast, and I thought it was really fascinating. It's really solid. Um, it's an, and it's amazing. Um, in terms of what it talks about, for me, it's not. I didn't find it particularly interesting, but I feel like Christy knows exactly what she's talking about and she addresses it very professionally. Mm. Um, so I think the two episodes I watched, she did mention, like, this is not professional advice. This is all just here to discuss and dissect and talking. So I think the episode I watched, uh, the episode I listened to was about, um, I think, racism in uh, dieting. And there was another, I can't remember the other one was because I haven't got the listening history. But for me, I thought it was incredibly informative and again I didn't get much out of it but I felt like I could direct this at a lot of people who Mm. would probably get a lot out of it and I think it's it's hard because she says don't take her advice but I'm like I really want to take your advice well like she says that for a legal standpoint of course of course of course of course course. as a professional like she does know what she's talking about but legally she can't because if someone says I did it on a podcast she can get in a lot of trouble unless you pay for her advice you shouldn't take it exactly yeah Yeah. Um, Yeah. but again this is incredibly well produced Christy's um, a terrific host um, she's super charismatic, just like Dave. So um, I don't know if I'd subscribe to it, though. That's my only thing because I just don't think. Would you recommend it? Yeah. Would you recommend it, though, to somebody who has a troubled relationship with food? I think so. I think if it's someone that's wanting to explore various cultures around dieting as well mm. and destigmatizing a lot of it, um, I think this would be a high recommend for me, especially because for me, I've never heard of this before. So it's kind of left field. Mm. And I think in terms of that, it's like someone probably is going through the throes of trying to find something that they can access. Yeah. And this might be something that comes out of left field that really helps with that. Mm-hmm. So I would happily recommend this to someone who's like interested in diet culture and demystifying certain aspects of it. So for me, I'd absolutely recommend it to someone else. Zane. It's very interesting that you say that. This podcast made me discover that I have a new trigger, which oh. is talking about diets and food. <laughs> it's tough sometimes. I, well, yeah. So I grew up in a house of women who always struggled with their weight. And as uh, as someone who also struggles with their weight, it was always a topic. Mm. Um, and dieting and food is such a weird thing because if you focus on it too much, it's unhealthy. If you focus on it too little, it's unhealthy. Mm. And finding that balance of like where you can focus on it and have it be healthy is so much, so individual and listening to this podcast it is the focus for me is so narrow on just dieting and diet culture and i understand that that is a huge industry and like a, a big topic and uh i i broke through kind of like i i immediately re- uh was repelled from this podcast i was like oh i don't want to listen to this yeah um I broke through it and I listened to it and it is very interesting and she does speak from a uh, from a great well of knowledge and she has great guests. This topic for me is not... She's a doctor, mm-hmm. so I have to trust that what she, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it just feels obsessive to me and I think that's me bringing my own... Yeah. My, projecting my own feelings onto it. So, like, to be clear, it is an anti-diet culture yeah, podcast. Oh, ab- yes, sorry, so, sorry, yes, so it is yes, not yes. exploring, like, different diets yeah. and no, 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 no. lose weight. No. It is, like, it is really destroying the myth of the diet to lose weight. And um, for me, like, and as you, as we've discussed before, I've always, like, I've had a complicated mm. relationship with food my whole life. I can't binge this. Yeah. Absolutely mm. not. I basically 
basically would dip in and out as topics interest me if it's something that I feel like I need to be more at peace with. Honestly, see, this is me being hypocritical because I think if you have, I don't have a long history with diets and dieting. I've never really bought into it. When I've lost weight, it's always been through exercise. And that is a different kind of diet. We won't get into that. Mm -hmm. I think if someone does have that kind of like, this is the thing that's going to solve me relationship towards food, this might be a podcast to recommend to them. And someone who does buy into that culture a little bit more. Um, Yeah, so it's a great podcast. Again, I will probably recommend it with this same disclaimer to any number of people. Mm. Um, But yeah, it was a struggle for me. Yeah, Yeah. it's really hard to to think about psychology around food and it's not something that a lot of people think Mm. would be difficult at all. But for those people who do have... who've got even a familial history of, of, you know, and my therapist does say all the time what we focus on we amplify. So I guess it it depends what part of your food journey you are at. Yeah, absolutely. Really? So yeah. Cool, good feedback. Yeah, great podcast. Um, And if you think that you are interested or if you have a relationship with diets and dieting, yeah, dive into it. Don't binge yeah. it. Like, I, and, and I think that the show lends itself to finding. <laughs> I feel bad that it. I just use the term binge. <laughs> what am I talking yeah. about? Don't, uh, don't consume. <laughs> actually, I can't no. find a way, way out of this one. So just don't binge it. But you can pick and choose episodes and different topics as well. So yeah. probably find one that suits what you're potentially interested in looking at, and yeah. then dive into that. And it is, it is fairly well labeled as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. The episodes, yeah. so you can definitely. Um, kind of tell what the episode's going to be about before you listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go on to mine. So I took a slightly different tack to the food uh, theme as well. And I recommended Feeding 10 Billion, which was basically scientists talking to other scientists about how to cope with the increased... <laughs> population and burden that it's going to be now. Sorry, Nick and I just gave each other a here we go look. Get ready. Um, I I think I did preface it by saying I don't think that either of you will like this podcast. It is a very science-heavy fact spouting at you um, scientists talking to scientists podcast. Zane. Yes? That's not why I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you like it? It's fucking stressful. (laughs) I was going to say, this is this, this was, I have in my notes, this is scary making. Isn't it? Yeah. My God, within the first 10 minutes, I was sitting there going, well, we're all doomed. Why try? Why even bother? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's great that there's people investigating all this stuff, but no one's doing anything about it. So great. Cool. This is the world we live in. Great. <laughs> okay. I mean, yes. Yes, that is what this podcast yeah. is. It makes me feel really helpless because the people in charge aren't actually doing anything about these amazing facts that these scientists are uncovering. I think if you put that to the side, I think this this show for me, I was very interested when you recommended it because plant-based stuff I just find very fascinating. Mm. Um, it is incredibly dry. It's very difficult to mm. listen to. And I think that's because it's one, scary making, but mm-hmm. also it's very, I got lost sometimes. Yep. I think I got like four episodes in. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, there's a lot lot going on here they talk very fast they do mm-hmm. they do and i actually i and usually actually, with uh with accents yeah with mm-hmm. yeah and the accents yeah. as well and, and the recordings aren't great no mm-hmm. they're, they're not they're not the best um that's not to say it's a bad show i think it's an incredibly interesting show but you really really have to be locked into mm. to understand what's going on and even then i listened to four episodes back to back because i was like hell yeah i'm in and then i like to the towards the end of it my brain was fried mm. and i mean that in the context of this I guess you could fry that sort of stuff. But, like, it's a great show, but my oh my, I 
it filled me with a lot of scares. Yeah, yeah. And it also made me feel like a guilty, hypocritical asshole because I love, I'm a carnivore, like I, I eat meat and vegetables. I don't make any effort to be more plant-based because I love meat and I'm selfish. And I'm like, well, if the rest of the world's like me, we're fucked. I think the, the one thing that I think the show does a good job of is that it elevates some of these brands that you don't know of. Yeah, which I good. found, which I found myself investigating. So, like, Memf- I think it was Memphis Meats or Foods or whatever it was. Um, and you know, we've got like Impossible Burger here. We've yeah, got um, yeah. this other one that's relatively cheap. And I think they they do discuss just the origins and where things should be going. And I find that incredibly interesting. But it is just a lot to take in. Did you guys <laughs> ever watch a TV show called Better Off Ted? I didn't, but I've heard it's amazing. There's like this whole thing where two scientists are trying to grow like meat in a vault that's non-animal. It just reminded me of that. And I was just like, that meat looks like it tasted disgusting. <laughs> it really scared me. Anyway, complete tangent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this podcast real, can definitely feel... Remember, I think it was the newsroom where they did an interview with a climate scientist. Oh, that's right, yeah. And, and he was just like, oh, yeah, we were already past the point of no return. We're all dead. Oh, Jesus. And and, <laughs> and That was 10 years ago. <sighs> and this this podcast can feel like that. Yes. I, I think I recommended it because I, I was listening to it and I bought in straight away because I was like, yeah, I want these facts. I I want these facts. I want to... I want Even if we're going to die, I want to know why, how, and what's going on. Yeah. Um, I hope those facts get into the hands of the people who can really do something about it. Well, I mean, yeah. that's, that's why they're making a podcast about it. It, it is supported by, um, by grants and, and scientific literature. And, and that's the thing. Like, this is the kind of science podcast that I, I really like because it's scientists talking to scientists and there's no paywall. Um, yeah. there's, no, there's no paywall for, like, journal subscriptions or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and that, that I think that's a, a super powerful thing as well is, is giving access to this kind of information, which is why I recommended it. But yeah, it, it's I, I fully admit that it's scary. Um, but that is that it. fucking title is scary. That's yeah. that honestly reading that so, like holy shit. Yeah, anyone who's listening, if you want an idea of how fucked we are, and this isn't even like talking about some of the other fucked stuff that's going mm, on. It's yeah. just food. We're on the press for really. Yeah, uh, give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> And scientists and and lawmakers, if you need more facts, please listen to this podcast. Honestly, scientists, listen to this podcast. And if you want to make a podcast like this, let me know and I will help. Yes. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I would love more science podcasts like this that is talking about actual research and implementation. Do you know what I'd like? I'd like to know, I'd like a podcast talking about research and implementation that also has a little bit about what you can do on an individual level so that Mm -hmm. you don't feel so helpless that this science information is not going to be listened to by the lawmakers. Also, shout out to their show notes, which are incredibly detailed. That's that. Like I'm a lover of show notes. They're referencing the information that is... Someone who is (laughs) always very late in writing our show notes. Yeah, I mean, other show show notes, yes, but probably less so, yeah. but great show notes. And I and I will say I, I do apologise to Liz for recommending not any important, not important in my country and feeding ten billion. No, you know what? I'm like I'm happy that I listened to all of those mm. in a very depressed way. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, that is that is us for this week. Um, so do we want to back announce the ones that we recommended at the start? We'll do it again. Do it again. Just in case you didn't have the pen or didn't Siri yourself. <laughs> like, let's do it. I'm serious. Uh, yeah. So I, I recommended We Don't Deserve Dogs, which is comedians talking to comedians about the best friends that they have. I recommended 10 Things That Scare Me, which is people talking about 10 things that scare them. And I recommended Max and Ivan, Fugitives, a bumbling spy thriller comedy. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on the social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all of those things. Um, if you want to be one of our favourite people in the world, you can give us a five-star rating and a review and we might give you some money. Yeah, it's true. Ooh. We are doing competitions to pay for reviews now. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're not above about bribery. It. So even if you're not in our country, send us a screenshot of your five-star review. You don't even have to write. You can write one word in there if you like. But Great. send us a screenshot and we will put you in the draw to win $50 gift card to a... Merchant of your choice. Merchant of your choice. That's legal. That's legal where you are. Yes. Um, and if it's legal for us to pay money to mm. them from where we are. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So do that uh, and we'll be back same time next week with more recommendations and reviews. I've been Zancy Weber here with... Liz Best. And... Nick Bleaker. Keep listening to podcast, everyone. <laughs> Hello. I hope you enjoyed slash are enjoying slash will enjoy whatever podcast I'm in right now. Once you're finished with it, why not pop on over to Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams, a podcast exploring the lives and minds of theatre practitioners in and around the New Zealand performing arts industry. Join me, James Shearer, in a deep dive into what makes this industry tick. You'll hear conversations with some of the top names in the Aotearoa performing arts scene and beyond, from the up-and-coming to the big Shorty Street stars. So, if you're into the performing arts, come on over to Broadway and other Kiwi dreams. Because no two journeys are the same, and wherever you are in yours, I hope we can inspire you to soldier on and keep following your Kiwi dreams. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.